Every day is filled with choices. You're here because you're choosing to start with a win. Get ready to be inspired, learn something new, and connect with the Win Nation. From Denver, Colorado, home of Remax World Headquarters, Adam Conto, CEO here with Start With a Win. That was some pretty fierce dancing there, Mark. Well, I was inspired by our guest who was getting into it as well. Yeah, (laughs) this is going to be a great show. I'll tell you, the the guest we have on today is truly amazing. So Jia Jing is the owner and CEO of Rejection Therapy. I think that's some therapy we all need in life. it's, it's a website that provides inspiration, knowledge, and products for others to overcome their fear of rejection. He's also the CEO of Wuju Learning, a company that teaches people and trains organizations to become fearless through rejection training. So I, I, everybody listen to this. Have you been through rejection training? Because you're about to get some. This is awesome. So uh, Ja authored a 2015 Amazon best-selling book, Rejection Proof, How I Beat Fear and Became Invincible Through 100 Days of Rejection, and one was one of the most viewed TED Talks of 2017. We've had Ja at our uh, Remax convention, and I'll tell you what, it was so much fun listening to him, so it's great to have you back here, Ja. Welcome to Start With a Win. All right, so, so good to be here. Yeah, I mean, have you have you been rejected from a podcast before? Uh yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was trying to, uh, when I was writing my book, I was trying to promote it. I uh, I did do reach out to a lot of uh, podcast, uh, you know, hosts. Got rejected a lot, but also got a lot of yeses. You know, so uh, and those yeses and actually helped me quite a bit. I love it. So, I mean, what is rejection therapy? I mean, what what is this? Tell us, how'd you come up with this idea and, and what does it mean? So basically, basically rejection therapy is this, it's just a game, right? You're, uh, most of us are afraid of rejection and there's a biological reaction within us that, that when you get rejected, you know, you, it's not just mental, but it's biological. You know, our brain, uh, our body is reacting in a certain way. And because of this so natural and biological, we uh, uh, we tend to do things that are safe. We tend to do things that are, you know, get ex- approval from others and not acceptance, but also approval. That's why we naturally don't take too many risks. However, rejection therapy is this game where you just go look for rejection. You know, just go out and, and if you're afraid of rejection, go out and look for it and do it on purpose and try to make it fun. You know, try to do something like really wacky, like... You know, when I was doing it and I, I would be like, you know, asking people for like a, for like a burger refill. I would try to go to a PetSmart and get a haircut at a PetSmart. And I would do all those kind of things that are just wacky and fun and try to get rejected. But also, but in this way, though, you get used to rejection. And by the end, I felt I could ask anything from anyone anywhere. So it's really one of the most fundamental fear we have. But this is like a like a fun therapy to overcome that fear. That's a great way of looking at it. Before you did this, you were in the corporate world for like seven years or something like that. How did you go from sitting at a desk in the corporate world to going out and becoming an entrepreneur and and trying to find people to reject you for things? I mean, that's that's kind of an interesting way of, you know, transitioning life. Usually people go from rejection to the corporate world, not the other way around. 
what, why did you do that? And what, what was the, uh, the reason for that whole thing? Yeah. So I've been wanting to be an entrepreneur, a tech entrepreneur, you know, the, the Bill Gates and all the, the Steve Jobs, the thing that you grew up uh, reading about, it was, I, I, had, I had that dream. I, I always had that dream. I want to do something that's, that, that make a difference in the world. Um, but that said, I spent a long time in the corporate world because, you know, I want approval from my peers, from my family, for sure. Um, you know, and also from myself, it's something that everyone else is doing and just feels, it felt safe. It felt the right thing to do. You know, you go, I, I, I was always the guy who was like, I always wanted something, but you know, being told that, Hey, this is the right way to go, go to school, uh, get education, find a job, you know, get, you know, get my graduate degree, then find another job and get paid well, you know, get married, bought a dog, bought a house, you know, that's, that was my, my life. Um, but I always want something more. I want to want to be entrepreneur. So that's why, you know, after a while in the corporate world, I have to just take a chance. I have to be like, if I don't take a chance right now, you know, I, I don't know when I'll be taking a chance. I turned 30, I turned 30 and, uh, and I had a kid on the way, you know, I want to do something. Um, but you know, there's a kid. So just had a talk with my wife and my wife said, Hey, if you want to do this, you got to do it now, you know? And, and, uh, you know, otherwise you're going to start blaming your kids. And I felt the same way. So I took a chance to become an entrepreneur and that got rejected was an investment, uh, after, uh, you know, was my company. I just felt it sucked and it just made me want to quit right away, right away. And I just felt like this is not good. This is, this is something that I can build a company, a better product, but I got to be, I got to overcome that fear. I got to solve my, the me problem. Um, so that's why I started blogging. I started doing rejection therapy. I started blogging and started putting myself on YouTube and sharing this with the world. And then the whole thing took off. Now this is all I do now. Let's get rejected. Wow. I, I know so many people don't do something because of FOPO, fear of other people's opinions. Is Did you find that that was one of the key reasons for this? Or was there like this actual fear or actual risk of somebody killing you or doing, I mean, what's the risk beyond other people's opinions generally that, that people face in life when it comes to trying something new? I mean, is what, what did you find in this? So the two part of this, right? So the, that fear of people's opinion and, and, and yearning for approval has been with us for a long time has been with us for a long time because our ancestors, they, they, they collaborated to survive, right? They, they were like doing really, I mean, they were hunters, not, not hunted because we collaborated better than everyone else. However, if you back then in the society we were in before, if you don't collaborate, if you are like, you're ostracized, you're not a, you don't gain the approval from, from the, from the elders or the peer group, you're dead. You're by yourself, right? You're, you, you're not going to do anything else. But nowadays, though, we still want collaboration. We still want approval, which is fine. However, a lot of innovation, a lot of things, or entrepreneurship, you have to take risks. And risks comes with, you know, people's rejection. You know, a lot of, a lot of times people just, you know, don't, people don't like that, that risk. And so people have opinions about you. That being said, what I learned is people don't care about you as like they, they don't nearly don't care. They don't care about you nearly as much as you think they do. In fact, no one cares about you. You know, I tell people no one cares about you. Um, I'm not saying they don't care about your, you as a well person, uh, like, but you taking risks, you trying to make something happen. 
people have the, they have their time. They're way too busy thinking about their own insecurities and own、uh, dreams and fears and failures, and no one cares about your your failure. So we have that in our head that you know everyone cares about us. If we fail, well, you know a lot of people are gonna laugh at us or, or stuff like that. However, that's really not the case. You know, so there's a big discrepancy between how we. Perceive ourselves and how our relationship with others versus what really is happening in the world. So you you recognize this and you decided you were going to go out and get rejected one hundred times. Yes, yes. See, yeah. So I、uh, the the classic rejection therapy card. I mean, I, I didn't come up with it. You know, I, I don't. But it was came up with a Canadian entrepreneur,、uh, which I learned and I acquired his、uh, his company. But he came up with this thirty cards. Each 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 card just get ask you to get、uh, go get rejected or something. And I was like, I don't want to do thirty days. Let me do a hundred days. Let me overdose on rejection. You know, honestly, I really want to become this uh, this uh, badass. You know, I'm gonna do this, and so yeah, I did this for hundred days, and I, I recorded every encounter and put that put that on YouTube,、uh, just sharing this with the world. So, what's your YouTube channel called? If people want to go look this up, if you just look,、uh, search for hundred、uh, days of rejection, you'll find it. Okay, and I'll tell you know for anybody listening to this, go look it up. This is absolutely some of the most interesting stuff I've ever seen. So, Jack, can you give us some examples here? I mean, what's the what do you think is the funniest rejection you've ever been through? Yeah, so I'll give you a couple ones. And and one day I tried to get a burger refill,、uh, and just just went to just yeah, just like I just had a burger for lunch, and like I want a refill. <laughs> the guy was like, "What do you mean refill?" You know, I, we, we do drink refill, but not burger. I was like, I'm gonna get a burger refill. So that was fun, and and、uh, I tried to get my uh like a like a like a haircut at the at the at the pet smart. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, during Thanksgiving, I tried to uh talk to the first person and talk him into letting letting me have his spot. You know, and,、uh, that was、uh, he didn't think that was fun, but that was a lot of fun to me. So I got rejected left and right.、Uh, But the funny thing is, I also got accepted by a lot of funky requests, and that really just opened my eyes because in my mind, I'm gonna get rejected with all of these. Who's gonna say yes to that? You know, this crazy guy coming over for asking, just just asking for things. But in reality, though, people actually said yes.、Uh, a lot of them did. So,、uh, um, like for example, I I played soccer in someone's backyard. Uh, I uh, I was able to、uh, talk to a police officer into、uh, riding riding his car, you know, just driving his car.、Uh, and、uh, hang, on, hang, on. hang on, tell us about that one right there. You know, I used to be a police officer, and I've never had anybody walk up to me going, "Hey, can I drive your police car?" <laughs> Did you actually <laughs> so, do that? Yeah, I mean, you. What I learned is you can you can ask anything if you do it the right way. All right, don't call me aggressively. Don't come and say, "Hey, give me your car." Well, then you're getting in trouble. You know, you don't. You you're in the car, but in the back of the car, not in the front.、Um, but if you want to drive the car, you ask nicely. You know, most police, if you ask nicely, they don't feel threatened, and then you give them a reason. Right? We ask for something, give them a reason. My reason is, hey, I always wonder what is a police officer look like. You know, or or feels like, right? Riding a car, listen to the to a radio and stuff. I'm not gonna get your gun, but hey, let me try your car. So that's my approach, and that's a if you give a right reason, that's a you know that's a reasonable request, right? I have this curiosity, and if you can't do it, that's okay, right? I'm not mad, 
But I just come in and just want to ask and see, see what happens. So it's a friendly conversation. In the end, he let me in. I love that. All right, let's talk about sales here for a second, because a lot of the people that are on this, uh, listen to this program, uh, this podcast, or watch the YouTube videos are in sales, real estate or, or anything else. They're typically entrepreneurial based, uh, 100% commission, things of that nature. Um, what, what experience do you have or what advice do you have for somebody in sales when it comes to rejection? Yeah, so first of all, you know, a lot of people just don't ask. You know, a lot of people, especially when you start, I mean, when you become a seasoned salesperson, sure, you know, you, you, you're used to this. But most people actually get out of this business because of uh, a fear or that they don't like it to get, didn't like to get rejected. So, and it take people from, from you know, I, I coach people now, you know, I have a, you know, I have a coaching program where I, I work with people and especially people in sales. How do you overcome that initial fear? And then, but more importantly, we'll get rejected. How do you keep yourself up, right? How do you actually keep yourself motivated and keep going? In fact, how do you use rejection as a fuel, all right? That's easy to say uh, in theory, but in reality, most people, you again, you have that physical reaction, right? Like you, you get rejected, you just feel down. But, you, but how do you turn that around and use that as, as a fuel? So when you get more, the sort of more rejection you get, the more fired up you are. So that's what I, so that's how I help people. And, and I tell people that that's, that's number, that's number one thing I, 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 I see is the confidence issue, right? So uh, when they, that's how, when they start their business and especially when they try to succeed, um, that's, that's what's holding them back. Now, when you take that step, when you turn that mentality around, when you start just looking for rejection, and that's where you start succeeding a lot. So when you start looking for rejection, you know, I guess that would be your inoculation or something like that to, uh, to rejection where, you know, the more you face it, the more you understand it's not going to, you know, these people are not going to eat you. I mean, it's, you know, the reality is it's just, they don't know what you don't know. And I mean, do you recommend people go out and seek rejection then in order to overcome this? Is that the best way to, to challenge your, your feelings? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You don't have to start with business. You gotta start with something small. You gotta start with something every day, right? When you go to a, uh, when you go to say a Starbucks or something, you know, ask for a little bit more, ask for a discount. You probably get rejected, but it's okay. Do it nicely, right? Do it like you know, and try to, but use that interaction as a way to train yourself, as a way to actually get you know inoculated with a fear. And if you don't like to ask for a lot of things, ask to give things. You know, and, and go to a, uh, uh, I don't know, grocery store, ask to say, hey, can I pay, can I pay your coffee? Or can I help you with your card, right? Well, so when you do that, actually asking, so in, in that way, you're helping, trying to help other people. And of course, some people are suspicious. They're like, what do you want, right? But how do you overcome that fear, right? You're genuinely trying to help people. And then how do you do it in a way that you know, people you can you can get over your own like saying, oh, the other person might reject me, and then when when you have that conversation, how do you overcome that objection? How do you make them trust you? Because again, you are not trying to get anything from them in the in that case. So use these everyday interactions and and uh, and try to ask for things or give things, 
And uh, so in this way, you are wake up. You are you are like you are basically like a training, right? You are shooting basketball in a in a uh, in a hoop by yourself, right? So when you're actually playing a game, when you're trying to close a sale or a pitch to a client or 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 whatnot, you look more comfortable, you know. Otherwise, we're always in this uh, discomfort. You you I mean that's an interesting way of looking at it. Do you feel that a lot of people try to avoid rejection? every single day? I mean, do people just go through life seeking mediocrity or seeking calm and quiet and not get rejected? And I mean, is, do you, do you have a goal of getting rejected every day or is there anything that you do to, to try and make yourself even better at this regularly? Cause you know, it's, it's gotta be a habit to try and get better. How do you, how do you build that into your life? Exactly. Exactly. And so I, people don't um, just go out and look rejection on per. I mean, okay, people don't go out and look for mediocrity in life. That's not what people want. People naturally want to succeed, all right? But there is that tendency of trying to find the path of least resistance, trying to comfort your way to success. And that usually doesn't happen. The most successful people, if you look at their stories and their histories, They've all they have gone through numerous decisions where it's, it's uncomfortable. They made numerous requests and in situations that's uncomfortable for them, and then they're then navigating through those decisions and those situations and those requests made who they are. Not trying to stay in the path of least, you know of you know, least resistance. So you know on one hand we want to succeed, on the other hand we're afraid of rejection, and that creates a conflict. That's crazy conflict and of a lot of us that going through lives where, you know, for a long time try to avoid rejection. And afterward, you're like, you start having regret. You're like, wow, I should have tried it. I should have asked. I should have made an effort when I was, when I had the chance when I was younger. So when they, when they, uh, um, um, when they were like film, um, pulling. So there was like a, in, there was like Australian nurse who was interviewing people in hospice. Um, and at the end of their lives, they're asking, they're asking them, what's your biggest regret? Uh, what's your biggest regret? The number one answer is they try to live up to other people's expectations, not their own. And so we go through life like that. You know, we try to get accepted. We try to get uh, looked up to or, you know, get the approval instead of something that we want, instead of something that we're meant to do. Wow. Very powerful. A um, couple things I got from that. You can't comfort your way through life. I mean, that is so strong right there. You know, you have to hit, hit those challenges and uh, you know, there, it, it's interesting. You, you know, that, that regret, there's so much regret that people live with simply because they don't ask and nothing bad's going to happen to them by asking. In fact, it's, it's like a weight off your shoulders when you do ask whether or not the answer is yes or no, but you know, so, I mean, it's, I guess it's the unknown is what people are afraid of. Right. Yes, exactly, exactly. We're also good at rationalization. You know what I'm saying? Like we are really good at, uh, hey, uh, we have this uh, pain avoiding. So our pain avoidance uh, mechanism works us in a way for us to not look for rejection, try to do something safe, trying to avoid. uh, But also when we have this type of regret, we try to forget about it. Yeah, we, we try to kind of distract ourselves from these regrets. So we try not to feel it, and we're really good at it. But in, re- in reality, we missed out on opportunities that, that, that we could have had, on lives we could have had, on businesses we could have had. 
So um, so uh, yeah, so uh, that that uh, pain avoiding mechanism it keeps us safe, right? We're not going out there and touching the burning stove, but that also keeps us from seeking risks. And when we when we uh, when we just went through life in mediocrity, we rationalize to say it's meant to be, it's okay, but it's not. You could have you could have so, had so much more if you asked, if you tried, if you took that risk of failure and rejection. Wow. Such powerful statements here. Thank you, Ja. Really, really good information. I encourage everybody to pick up your book, Rejection Proof, and also check out your YouTube channel, your uh, your TED Talks and all your videos. It's truly amazing. And uh, do you have a website also that people can look you up at? Yes. Um, so my main website is called rejectiontherapy.com. That's what I've... Uh, that's what I've been doing for the for uh, for really the past almost ten years. That said, I'm starting a new website. It's called loveinvestor.com. So, love investor is a cross of personal development and personal finance. You know, and I want and I believe if you invest in your love, w- whether that's the work you love or the companies you love, and the return for that investment will be will be extremely fruitful. You it's gonna make you uh, wealthy and fulfilled. So, uh, uh, so it's loveinvestor.com. That's the website I, I, uh, I, I blog at now. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody. Make sure you check out Jia Zhang at those websites. Uh, Jia, I have a question that I ask everybody that's on the show, and I get some really interesting answers. You're a really fascinating human being by the, the risks that you take, the things that you do. Um, but I want to know, Jia, how do you start your day with a win? Okay. Uh, two things. First thing, I hug my wife, and that's a win. That's really just a win. Like knowing that she's with me every day, that's uh, that's the biggest blessing. It just trumps everything, all the failures, all the rejections, all the things I have. Um, and also, I try to go get rejected. <laughs> I try to go, I try to just go on again, try to ask for something, do something silly. I don't take myself too seriously, if you haven't noticed. So uh, I try to do something silly and get rejected, and, and hey, that's okay. Awesome. I, I should have expected that second one. The first one, fantastic. Zha Zhang, thank you so much for being on Start With A Win. We appreciate all you do, and, and thanks for being rejected, okay? Thank you for having me, Adam. Awesome. Hey, and thank you so much for listening to Start With A Win. Uh, don't forget to go on to iTunes and subscribe, write a review, and uh, rate the show. It helps us get the word out and reach more people. Also, the Start With A Win book is coming out soon, and so you can pre-order that book at startwithawin.com. Uh, head over there and uh, get your copy today. Maybe buy a few for your friends and uh, get started with a win. Uh, you can subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those places, as well as YouTube. We have a video version of this, a little bit more condensed and uh, very entertaining. So until next time, remember, start with a win. Start with a win.